I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Hi guys, welcome to The Portal with Terry Huberman. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited about this episode's guest. I first met her in person actually at the Magic Castle. She is a magician and that is totally awesome that I'm saying she is a magician and not he is a magician because magician <laughs> is very much a masculine dominated it field is. just very similar to like the mm-hmm. spiritual field is like mostly female dominated mm-hmm. so it's just you know really um really interesting but um i uh just i, I follow lauren on facebook and we friended each other and um i was just i don't know many women who are magicians so it's so exciting to me and I am a member of the magic castle I'm not a magician I'm an associate member so anytime there is a woman performing I do my best to get my tush out there and not only just see them but support them because it is a very supportive thing to do you know I'm a woman and all of that but um, I wanted to introduce to you Lauren Cohen uh, she's a great magician. Thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just, you know, Lauren, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into magic and how long you've been doing it and all, so, the, all the things. I've been doing magic now uh, professionally as an adult about six and a half years. What do you um, mean by as an adult? So I started as a kid um, and I really loved magic. I had magic kits. I took magic classes after school, but oh. I didn't realize you could do anything with it. Oh. Um, I would walk into magic shops and it was like the same stuff that I had in my kits. Huh. After the classes ended, the teacher didn't tell me anything else existed. And I grew up in LA. And so my stepdad knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who got us into the <laughs> castle. Isn't that always how it works? <laughs> but like, I didn't know that there was a juniors program there. Like, no one told me any of this. Yeah. Um, and so I still always just really loved magic, but I stopped doing it because I didn't realize you could learn anywhere else. Um, and then as an adult, I started getting back into it. And I was at a party with some friends and was like, hey guys, I used to be really into magic. Can I show you something? And it was at that party that a friend was like, oh, you know the castle has classes for adults, right? I was like, no. And so I went home that night and signed up, and then the rest is history. And the rest is history. So you're self-taught, basically. Um, So then I was, um, and then I took classes at the castle. Okay. And then now I go and to different lectures all over and read books and all of that. That's so cool. See, I'm a huge fan of magic to the point where... I literally do not want people to show me how the, they're called tricks, right? Or I get confused. It's the same thing. I mean, I've gone back and forth through the years with it, but it's the same thing. Okay. Um, I do not want to know how a trick is done. But that's good. (laughs) I'm one of the rare people that will sit there and drool and watch. Now, I have become a snob. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I've become, become a magic snob, and it's probably because I've just seen so many great magicians, but I've seen some really crappy magicians, But it's too. good. You need to have, like, yeah. a bar Well, set. there's discernment, yeah. just like in anything else. Exactly. You, know? you have to have 
taste. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You have to have taste. I love it. And so um, I just, for me, and I remember watching as a little girl, just like David Copperfield specials mm-hmm. and all that. And I, it's interesting because I always thought that magic mm-hmm. was actually magic. And I know you listeners can't hear me do the, the, air, it, quotes. the air quotes, <laughs> but like that M-A-G-I-C was actually also M-A-G-I-C-K. And so for me, I was like, magicians were also wizards, you know? And it's like, it was just really cool. And I had grown up with all this esoteric energy and Mm -hmm. my mom's psychic, my sisters are psychic and and all of that. So for me, it was like, just like this normal, natural thing, which is interesting because a lot of people I know are the same way. They're like, magicians Mm -hmm. are wizards, you know, and they do like magic, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but that's really, I have learned since becoming a member of the Magic yeah. Castle that is not the case. And there's mm-hmm. actually like rivalries with m- magicians and like psychics and all See, of that. See, but I'm a magician and I believe in magic, like real magic okay. in the world, the world, where there are things that I just can't explain. I'm like, that's magic. And growing up, I was really into like weird stuff. Like I had the diaries that had the black light ink. Oh, wow. And so I wanted to, like, hide it. And, like, it all corresponds with each other. Oh, wow. And I was into puzzles, and I was just into all these things and it, that I didn't even think about until later on where I was like, oh, yeah, I was into that. Or, like, when I was younger and I first got my period and I didn't feel comfortable going to the bathroom with a tampon, I'd stick it in my sleeve and hide it. So already you were doing sleight of hand? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> that was it. just, like, something I did, like, that wow. I was like, oh, this is normal. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I, like, got into magic as an adult where I was like these are kind of magic-y things yeah oh my god that's see that's really cool see I knew I picked the right guess <laughs> because I have been um I don't know what the word is not treated very nicely I remember you saying that yeah, yeah. um by some big top people in in the magic field and so until that happened, my view was like, oh no, psychics and magicians totally get along yeah. and all that. Because to me, again, coming from mm-hmm. like what I saw, you know, um, I didn't see that discrepancy. Yeah, I don't um, understand why there's such a difference. Well, I mean, I can though understand why magicians would um, call a lot of psychics and mediums frauds though. Because there actually are a lot of frauds. But there's uh, a lot of fraud magicians. And there's also a lot of fraud magicians. <laughs> right, right. I mean, exactly. there's frauds in every field. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I actually, I was taken. I'm psychic and I was taken by a gypsy. Mm. So there you go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these people, like if you if you just have bad intentions and you're just negative, it's not, it's, it's not yeah. going to matter. Um, but I actually think that magicians haven't extremely high intuition. I agree. See, and I'm glad you're saying that because Mm -hmm. A, you're a magician. B, you're also a woman Mm -hmm. or you're a woman first and then a magician, but it doesn't really matter because it's it's all encompassing and the intuition exists there because just from my observance Mm -hmm. of magic, a magician has to really know a person mm-hmm. and, and they have to read them. And it's, yeah. yes, there's cold reading and body language that's mm-hmm. involved, but that's just normal human being stuff anyways. But there is that. There is. There is. There is. Yeah. I think there's that deeper level. And yeah. I would definitely consider myself to be an empath. And yeah. I am super, super intuitive where like, 
I've known in several relationships, I had a pit in the middle of my stomach yeah. where I was like, it's going to end tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I just knew. And yeah. there weren't any other indications. It was just like, I had this gut feeling. Yeah. And there have been so many times where somebody will rub me the wrong way. And I'm like, they're just, there's something about that person. And yeah. then it turns out that, yeah, there's something about that person. <laughs> Not good vibes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or vice versa. Whereas some people, I'm like, we just get along. Like, I feel this good energy yeah yeah, yeah. I and I just it, it's to me it's just fascinating because I again like I said I see to me they're kind of one in the same I I know that a lot <laughs> there are people who will not agree with me and that's fine that's totally fine um but you know the the kind of uh magic which is like mentalism mm-hmm. it's fascinating okay Mm -hmm. and there are times and I've seen some really great mentalists and I'm like uh come on like there has to be something to it Mm -hmm. now if it isn't yeah they're doing a really good job Mm -hmm. you know because even I as a psychic there's no way I could do what those mentalists could do Mm -hmm. um and and I always say I'm not perfect I'm not all-knowing you know I make mistakes you know but a lot of these mentalists they're like really good now granted I do understand that the whole idea of magic is for illusion and to purposely deceive uh I don't know really okay yeah I think for some people it is um For me, it's not. For me, I mean, a lot of people, yeah, they the whole purpose is to deceive. Uh-huh. But I think for me, the purpose is to entertain and to connect. Okay. Ooh. I like how you said to connect. That's I think the connection really is the good. biggest part. So in magic, there's all the different sections or yeah. genres. So there's mentalism, yeah. close-up, which is what I do, um, kids magic, bar magic, parlor, stage, like all of these different things. And I am so drawn to close-up because of that connection. Yeah. Because I have to build that one-on-one connection with somebody or that group connection with people. Yeah. And really get to know each person. See, that's something I actually didn't consider. So thank you for bringing that up because I feel like you just learned me, (laughs) which is really cool. That's cool. Okay. Um, it's, It's really funny because I had this experience, which was very interesting. I guess, you know, just... Technically, I don't even know if you would call me in the magic community because I don't do magic, but I am at the castle. See, but you're necessary. I mean, that's the thing is, so, so many associate members are like, oh, we're outsiders of this and that. I'm like, no, we need you. Like, we need people who really love magic. I want to be there. I want to see it and aren't like, oh, teach me your tricks. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, do not. magic needs people like that. And okay. pe- people need you. And it's like, it's horrible that all these associate members feel like outsiders. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Because it's definitely, it, it can feel like a me versus them thing. But that's also like something that I can, that I take on and on yeah. myself too. Um, but I just, I'm, it's, um, God, I, I, it's completely slipping my mind right now, but, um, I just, I, I'm, I'm one of these people that I get super excited when I get picked. Like I am yeah. the ideal audience. That's member, awesome. Even if I know you. So it's like, um, uh, 
Matt Vizio, you know Matt mm-hmm. Vizio. I know you guys don't know who Matt Vizio is. Hopefully I'll bring him in, you know, to, to record as well. But um, like he'll do all these really great tricks and I've seen him over and over and over again. And I'm like, I still love it mm-hmm. every single time, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's like if you go to a concert. Like, yeah. I love the Rolling Stones. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, I've only seen them live once. Yeah. But if I went to another concert and they played the exact same songs, I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd yeah. love it. Yeah. And, you know, th- this is the interesting thing. I'm so glad you actually told me about the connection thing because I, I know you can't tell right now because I'm pretty much keeping my shit together, but <laughs> I feel like you blew my mind. Let me share with you why. I had this perception of magic um, as uh, purposely deceiving people, mm-hmm. deceiving people for entertainment and for fun. And to me, I see it as such an art form. I truly see I would mm-hmm. not have written an essay to become a member of the Magic Castle yeah. if I didn't see it as an art form, right? So to me, it's magic is legitimate art. But my thought process behind mm-hmm. it was of purposely being deceived. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. So it got to a point where when I would date um, or, you know, just get to know somebody, they would say, oh, why do you love magic so much? And I'm like, because it's so cool to, like, be deceived. Like, mm-hmm. you know you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't, because to me it's such an art form. But I had to be careful with the words that I was using because mm-hmm. I started to attract oh, yeah. liars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God. So now <laughs> I love magic so much because it connects people. Yeah. So, you know, I, it was just, it, that's why I'm yeah. so happy you you actually pointed that out. I mean, for some people it is about deception. Right. Um, and a lot of times that's why men react the way they do when they see magic because they're like, their egos get in the, the way. The bravado. Yeah. Mm. And they're just like, what? Like you're pulling a fast one over my head. And I know a lot of people that are like, okay, magic's not real, blah, blah, blah. But, like, for me, I'm like, no, magic is real. But I'm not here to deceive you. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to connect with you. I want to give you an experience that you may or may not have otherwise. Yeah. Oh, no. It is. Still, I don't care. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced? Um... There's a lot. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I just open up a can of worms? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> a can of magic. Um, I think I've written about this, and I've talked about this a lot. And okay. so it's top of mind because this past weekend I gave a talk about it. But Where did you talk? Um, at Trick's Magic Convention in Charlotte. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, good. Um, but I talked about, well, so I started the lecture off mm-hmm. by showing really creepy messages I've received from magicians so uh, colleagues these are people you work with that i well people i've never met oh you haven't met before and they've sent me like direct messages on instagram on facebook whatever and it's just really creepy and i've been like stop messaging me guys like oh uh let me whip my wand out and you can play (gasps) with it like "Mm, hard pass oh my god so i just showed those up on the board and i asked the entire room to stand up okay and i said if you've never received a message like this, please sit down. And so pretty much everyone sat down except for maybe two people. Now, was it because most of them were men? Correct. Oh, man. And a lot of these men didn't realize it. And then the second part is I said, okay, sit down if any of these statements apply to you. And the first one was, when I'm at a magic convention or gathering, people automatically assume I'm a magician. 
Because the truth of the matter is, when I go to those places, they don't assume I'm a magician. They think I'm a girlfriend or a wife of a magician. And that, again, is because you're a woman. Exactly. Wow. Well, I mean, sometimes I do leave my old white male costume at home. <laughs> just, I can't take it with me Damn everywhere. <laughs> sometimes it's in the dryer. I mean. <laughs> but you don't wear your cloak and you don't have your wand? No. And my top hat. And my top hat? No? Not so much? No. <laughs> no bunny rabbit? Like, oh, my God. Wow. But, um, yeah, or, like, I've gone into magic shops and people automatically assume I'm buying something for someone else. Yeah. Likely a male in my life. Um, and people don't make the same assumptions. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that's that's serious. Let me ask you this. Like, uh, so when these men sat down, were you able to see or have any type of um, a conversation with them? Mm-hmm. Or like, what were their responses? Or how so, did they react? Um, so they sat down and then I went through and I talked about just how to be proactive with magic. Okay. From them, you know. Talking to men, talking to women. Like a gender magic. neutral exactly, perspective. Exactly. And just kind of pushing magic forward together. Okay. Um, and then afterwards we had a panel. And so anybody could raise their hands. And after that, a lot of people came up to me and just said, thank you so much for being brave enough to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, because there were things that I said that I know a man in the community couldn't say. Right. Because it's women against women, but it's not against women. It's to help women. Right. So one of the things I said is I want women overall to improve. Yeah. I was like, women, you need to level up. Like, and that includes myself. Well, how can they level up then? Like, what, what do you um, think I they think can that be doing? We just need to improve. I'd love to say that women are technically at the same level as men, but I don't think as a whole we are. So you're talking, when, you, when you're saying improvement, you're talking about the actual, like, art of magic yeah I like everything that encompasses it so performance um skill level a quality of tricks um stage presence just everything Uh really and there are women that are shining among us women but i think overall we're not there yet because if we were there then more people would just be able to name women on the top of their minds. Right. Be like, oh, what magicians do you know? Oh, this person, this person, this person, this person. And they wouldn't all be male. Right. So I imagine that you doing something like that is like just huge on many levels. And like, I don't know if, I mean, clearly it took a lot of courage for you to do that, but I don't know if you were shitting purple Twinkies or like, were you like scared? I no. mean, because that's, that is a really courageous thing to do. I have opinions and I'm not afraid to say I do. That's great. And it's gotten me in trouble, but I rather have opinions than have no opinions at all. Right. Um, people that just kind of go with the flow, I'm like, no, you should have an opinion. Yeah. You should have a certain way about thinking, yeah. you know, of thinking about things. And I think that that takes critical thinking skills. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what's happening on an energetic level is that the divine feminine is rising. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of busting the divine masculine's bubble. Yeah. You know, so there's just like a perfect example mm-hmm. of it. And I can imagine, because there are plenty of men that are supportive Mm -hmm. of women oh absolutely thankfully thankfully. absolutely i'm sure you did a favor to a lot of those men Mm -hmm. um that not only just voicing your opinion but on some level making it more safe 
for them yeah. to voice their opinion yeah. and support women. Well, and somebody said to me too, he was like, you know, thank you so much because the last part of my talk was regardless of gender, race, or any differentiating factor, just treat people with kindness. Yeah. And he was saying that his son is trans and for him it's hard. And yeah. he's like, he feels alienated. And he's like, I didn't even think about that in terms of my own community. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I did get a lot of really, really good feedback. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and it felt good. And the only thing that I'm worried about now is people not joking around me where I still like jokes and I still like to have fun and like (laughs) I do like kind of I don't know ragging on each other okay but with people that I know yeah oh for sure for sure I mean there have been yeah yeah. I can see but you know that's also on them like on how people respond to that and you know I guess that's one of those things where it's like consistency over time like once people yeah. start I mean like let's just say you you start the circuit now of like you know blending branching and bringing together mm-hmm. all magicians yeah you know you'll people will see you and they'll know I mean you're fun we're having fun yeah <laughs> yeah you know there's no alcohol right. here just cheese almonds and water and we're having fun yeah you know you're kicked back yeah yeah it's one of those things where people have to like see it and the definition of trust yeah. is consistency over time. Like, mm-hmm. if you were to make it an actual mathematical formula, mm-hmm. it's trust equals consistency, that divider bar, and then time. And so, vulnerability is in there, too. Oh, my God. Vulnerability. Let me tell you. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's mm-hmm. a risk of failure and of just total and complete rejection. So mm-hmm. that's really courageous what you did. Thank you. Um, yeah. And and like I said, I just feel like you you may be, for the, the, the group of men who are afraid to stand up for women, you mm-hmm. probably made it very safe for them. And it's hard mm-hmm. to create a safe container, a safe environment for well, people. Well, for younger generation, so I'm 30. Yeah. And You're I know, a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm an old lady compared to you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> a lot of my friends that are in their 30s, like, they're super, super supportive of women. It's more the older guys. Yeah, it's the older, yeah. Where I'm like, sorry, magic's changing. Yeah. Well, everything <laughs> you like is it or not. <laughs> yeah, everything is changing. So, I mean, you're, you're you know, you're, if you want to put it like epigenetics, you know, of the magic families, mm-hmm. you know, you're breaking the pattern. Mm-hmm. And you're what's called a transitional character, and that role is not easy to do. Yeah. You know, it's like when, when there are families that are, you know, of alcoholism, mm-hmm. and, like, finally somebody's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Just energetically, there's way bigger of, like, this big <laughs> dispersion of energy. Yeah. So I think that's fabulous. It's oh, a tough you. role to have. You know what's interesting is the people that I've pissed off the most in magic or the people that just don't like me are women. Why do you think that is? Um, a lot of it's because I have opinions and I'm not afraid to say them. And it, some of that is disagreeing with women because it's, I know it's incredible, but yeah. every woman has their own opinion I mean, I and we don't that. all have to like agree with each other. And so some women take it extremely personally. Some women are super catty, super um, well, just competitive. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... I'm not here to put anybody down. I'm not here to, like, step on anybody. I just want to do my magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, it could be because one of the things that I'm working on, I, I'm thinking maybe it has to do with this, is, like, the whole idea of tradition, which, again, mm-hmm. you know, is more of, <laughs> like, old school thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe these were – are these older women, you think? Or are they, like – It's really all ages. All ages. Yeah. 
It's all ages. It's, uh, there, that must be a fight of tradition somehow. I don't it's, know. It's interesting. You know, it's kind of, yeah, just people not communicating. Um, I know there were some women who were really upset about something. Wow. And so they brought it up online, and I didn't agree with them. And I was just like, you know, it's totally okay that they feel upset about this. I personally don't agree, so not every woman is on this path. Yeah. And I know that they got upset that I wasn't, on the same level as them and I wasn't just supporting them because I'm like I'm not going to support you because you're a woman I'm going to support you because I like what you have to say regardless of gender right that's so fascinating Mm -hmm. but you know at the same time it's not surprising I mean that's almost the archetype of how women operate especially with dating (laughs) (laughs) you put a man involved it's like all over oh yeah you know um yeah so how have you so there's this theory in quantum physics um of like an advantage of a really crappy, shitty situation. And what that does is it neutralizes energy. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like looking at the silver lining of things. Mm -hmm. So how have you been able to like find the advantages for yourself as a woman in magic? Um, There are a lot of times when there are certain events and people want to hire women. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a bachelor party last year and (gasps) they wanted a woman. Okay, next time you get hired for a bachelor party, (laughs) can I just come along and say, I'll I'll just carry your magic bag. Like, hi boys. That was actually just, that was one of my favorite events I've ever done. Oh, I'm sure it was a ton of fun. And I was a little scared (laughs) at first, but it was, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. That whole thing. A bachelor party. Yeah. That sounds like too much fun and it was funny so the first part of it they had like a casino theme uh-huh. and so I played ditzy dealer so they didn't know I was the magician and so I was running blackjack and I was just like played ditzy very well where I was like oh my god did you know these are not called puppy feet like they're called um clubs that's what they are and uh-huh. these things like they're not black upside down hearts there's another name for them did you know that <laughs> I just found out I'm like <laughs> And, like, when I was doing blackjack and, like, let's say it was a 10 and a 7 and I turned to someone and I'm like, okay, so that's, and they're like, 17. Yeah, okay, 17. Oh like, gosh. I know how to do math. Come on. <laughs> like, awesome. I know how to play blackjack. So I just went along and they, like, felt sorry for me. And then they went out to dinner. And when they went out, then that's when I set up my show and changed and everything. Okay. And they came back and it said, like, Magic Lauren up on the screen. And I did a show and it was just awesome. Oh, my God. And it's one of those so shows, fun. like, the magic gods were on my side. Oh, my God. It was awesome. That sounds so much fun. Yeah, next time you're going to have to bring me. <laughs> be like, hi, boys. I'm just standing here. This is Lauren. <laughs> my Vanna White. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so cool. See, yeah. And see, that's what you did, you know, like you neutralize mm-hmm. the energy of that situation. So I think that's fabulous. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so, it's so much more important to focus on like the good things and the mm-hmm. bad things. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It actually, to me, it feels like you are healing the community now. Trying to, <laughs> or, you know, all it takes is like, is attempt mm-hmm. and intention, mm-hmm. you know, which is desire and action. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're well on the path. And what's cool is that, you're, a, you know, you're in the process of helping current women, but then also the future generations, yeah. you know, so that's so, to me, that's just really meaningful. So, mm-hmm. you know, from, from, from the muggles, <laughs> like different kind of magic, that I do, but you know, so thank you for yeah. just, you know, standing up for women and, and also empowering them mm-hmm. and also empowering the men mm-hmm. to, you know, feel safe enough to yeah. support women. I think mm-hmm. that's so super cool. So, um, so do you, do you do private parties? Or yeah, like... I do mostly private events. Okay. Um, I've done a couple public things here and there, but yeah. it's mostly private events. 
Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. What's your favorite thing? I mean, I don't know. Is it fair to ask what's your favorite thing about magic? Or, I mean, like, it's it might be hard to pinpoint one thing. But it's hard you, to pinpoint one what thing. What do you love most about magic? Maybe that's a better way of saying it. I love the feeling of it. I what love the mean? feeling that I get when I see a new trick. I love the feeling that I can give to someone else. I love that it can change emotion. Um, there was a time a couple of months ago that I performed at um, an oncology prom. Mm-hmm. And so wow. these are kids that have cancer. Yeah. And it's like their lives are tough. Yeah. They are struggling. Yeah. And to be able to put a smile on their yeah. faces, it's just it's incredible. Yeah. And it's I love that magic has that power. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love that. That is so great. Um, in just a moment, well, I'll give I'll give you the floor so you could, in case anybody wants mm-hmm. to hire you for any shows yeah. or whatever, all your contact information. But um, what I like to do for my guests is give them an opportunity to either get a reading, share mm-hmm. a story, or even like some empowerment thing. Which mm-hmm. It sounds like you've already like kicked ass in that realm. <laughs> like, like, I've got achievement stories, people. <laughs> I speak, I write. <laughs> I um, have words. <laughs> I put words out. <laughs> I stand up for the women. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what? how can I help you? Uh, would you like a reading? Do you want to share a story? I would love a reading. reading. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So... This is where I get challenged because I have um, listeners and they can't see these cards. Mm-hmm. So I have to do my best to like, that's She's the shuffling. shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> She's rifle like, shuffling. Yeah, like this is, this is the most magic I can do. It's like keep the cards mm-hmm. on the table when I shuffle. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I have to like go ahead and describe, which is like, it, it, it's crazy because... Is she shuffling another deck? Yeah, this is deck number two. So I use three decks. Um, I And these are, I mean, the, I use, um, sorry, it's hard for me. Like, you would think I was a man. I can mm-hmm. only focus on one thing at a time. I can multitask, but I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to connect, yeah. shuffle, and explain at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, right now, I'm shuffling one of the decks, which is just a regular deck of playing cards, as you can mm-hmm. see. Like, it, I call these Vegas cards. I don't know what you would call them. These were gifted to me. They're when, bridge cards, actually. Bridge cards? Is that mm-hmm. what they're called? The size of them, yep. Really? Mm-hmm. See how much I'm learning? I'm so excited you're here. So <laughs> these are bridge cards. So bridge, bridge, bridge cards. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to remember that. Yeah. I've been calling the them Vegas, Vegas cards. Mm-hmm. Wait, so if they were bigger, they wouldn't they'd be, be called? They'd be poker cards. Poker size. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Bridge cards. Poker cards. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. So I, I use bridge cards. Um, I also use Loteria. I don't know if you're familiar I with Loteria. I love Loteria. So this, we will not be playing bingo today, but I do, um, I do read Loteria cards as well. I was, how I came about reading Loteria cards was I also teach intuitive classes, mm-hmm. and one of my students was like, oh yeah, you don't need any tools to do any readings? <laughs> Fine, I'm going to challenge you to read Loteria cards, and I'm like, done so I went and I ordered some on um Amazon and I just started doing readings yeah because I really don't need these tools but and then this last deck here is just your traditional rider weight deck Mm -hmm. and I don't do anything traditional Mm -hmm. like and that's actually what I'm realizing is trying is attempting to heal my Mm -hmm. pattern of breaking tradition so I don't do like your typical regular layout nothing Mm -hmm. like that I I'm just intuiting information and I'm just using cards as a tool and so um, 
it's it may not look like mm-hmm. your regular traditional. Oh, it's okay. I love this stuff because I I can't do like tarot or anything like that. So <laughs> I I'm amazed. I'm like, oh, do I, I read the cards, but I go rogue. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's 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 me when it comes to any of my psychic or mediumship work. I just I go rogue. I don't want to be limited, and I don't want to follow rules, and I just want to mm-hmm. be me and my authenticity mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I always give the same spiel, pretty much, which is I'd love to say I'm perfect and all knowing. I'm not I mm-hmm. make mistakes I'm human being basically what I'm doing is I'm interpreting information and then mm-hmm. translating it and the spirit world typically speaks to me in metaphors mm-hmm. so I'm trying to like you know piece it, do all, together. All, piece yeah. it all together so the best way for you to receive this information is to also think in metaphor or think that there may be a connection okay. to this information if what I'm saying is not exact or literal because oftentimes it is mm-hmm. and then that's just so much easier yes mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so I could be wrong and I could be off. I'm not perfect. I'm not all knowing. Um, and I do give everything that I get. So, okay. um, do you want to know any, yeah. everything? Okay. Cause everything. I can, I can edit like, and not say something. No, no, I want but, everything. Okay. And, and people are always like, well, I don't want to hear when I'm going to die. I'm like, I don't get that information and I actually don't want to. Yeah. Um, but I do give everything that I get. So mm-hmm. if I'm not getting anything, it's most likely because you're in the lesson right now of what you need to mm-hmm. learn. And so I shouldn't be okay. influencing it in mm-hmm. any way. The last thing that I want to tell you is that um, because I give everything that I get, I like to preface this with I'm not a doctor or a lawyer, mm-hmm. but I will give that information. And ultimately what it all comes down to is I'm just giving your potentials and possibilities. You're mm-hmm. really making all your own choices mm-hmm. and you're creating your own reality. Yeah. So that's my spiel. I just mm-hmm. want to make sure you understand that. Did you have a question in particular or you just want no, like a general reading? I just reading? want a general reading. Okay. Yeah. So do me a favor and um, it's really important to, for me to know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Okay. Because sometimes if I'm wrong, I have to maybe say it differently or interpret it just a little bit differently and then say it differently so that you understand. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and we'll do like a quickie yeah. general and, um, I'm going to do my best to describe these cards to all you listeners because this is the hard part. I don't <laughs> normally have to do this. Do me a favor. Also say your first name out loud for me three times. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. Great. Thank you. Okay. Miss Lauren. Okay. This is nice. <laughs> This is definitely all the work that you're doing in, um, watch, I know, what is this? I have the three of swords <laughs> and I have the El Gorrito uh, Loteria card. The bonnet. The bonnet, yeah. This is definitely all the work you're doing on behalf of women in magic and it is big and I'm getting chills on this so it's even bigger than you, you are even aware of. I don't know if you know that or feel that but mm-hmm. I can tell you and there's actually going to be in this in this, in, yeah, look at all this. This is all masculine energy, these these black cards, um, which is like the Queen of Clubs and the Jack of Clubs. So um, I, I feel like just in, in regards to your role, like mm-hmm. there's absolutely no mistake. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have to share this with you. Like this is one of your life purposes. I don't, mm-hmm. do you feel that at all? I do actually, yeah. Okay, like it this, feels good. you mm-hmm. are here to break barriers mm-hmm. on behalf of women. And I'm getting chills on this. I don't know if you can see I'm that. getting chills yeah. too, actually. So when you get chills, it's confirmation mm-hmm. energetically that I'm in alignment with mm-hmm. what I say, mm-hmm. okay? You are not here to just be 
sitting pretty doing fun magic <laughs> I'm not a wallflower. <laughs> you're not. You're not a wallflower. Though you are supposed to be making people feel good, mm-hmm. which is something you like to do. You are here to break uh, barriers, and there are going to be challenges along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel now I'm not, when I say this, I, I don't want you to feel scared or anything, nervous or anything like that, but I do feel like there are going to be people that are pissed off, and I feel like if it hasn't already happened... I mean, you can't please everyone. I'm not Nutella. <laughs> I like how you said Nutella. I usually say pizza. <laughs> Some people I, are I think I prefer Nutella. Nutella. I just <laughs> spread that all over myself. I'm just kidding. Um, but, like, I feel like there's going to be communications via emails and stuff like that. And I just don't want you to be afraid if... I don't know if you've already started getting them, but as you go along... And it's and it's not like you're gonna get death threats or anything mm-hmm. like that, but there are gonna be people you are going to be pissed off. It's almost like the vision that I have. Now I'm laughing at it because there's a sense of sarcasm and snarkiness mm-hmm. to it. It's like I, it's almost like I see people picketing outside your office. You Bring know? it. <laughs> but that's see yeah. okay, and that's why you're here for that for that job. And also, I do feel like. Again, here comes the divine guidance for it. But you have always, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, you've always, and I always get this this wrong uh, in terms of how I say it. And I'm you're pointing at to the, the El Tambor. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see how we're connected? Yeah. Like, um, the El Tambor of the um, Loteria card is all about drumming to your own beat or beating to your own drum. I, I always get drumming that. Drumming your own beat, yeah. Dr- yeah, I butcher that every single <laughs> time. But you've always... Do you remember this even as a child? Mm-hmm. Just like you were very unique. You just, you're like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do me, boo. Yep. You do you, boo. And um, I also, it does feel like, and I know you said that you're empathic, but do you understand a connection to you in dreams? Yes. Because it's showing yes. up that your dreams are, I don't know that I want to say wild, but part of me wants to say vivid. They're, you understand They're vivid this? and wild. Though. Oh, okay. I've had so, dreams and they've come true. Yes. And not in yeah. necessarily the good sense, but really crazy sense. Right. Yeah. So those are called premonitions. A lot of times we don't know, like, we don't always know if a dream that's wild or, um, you know, so vivid like that is an actual premonition until it comes true. And it can mm-hmm. come true years down the road. Mm-hmm. But the dreams that leave you with a sense of feeling something yeah. those are really important to take note of and it feels like you do a lot of that yeah I had a dream about my grandpa who passed away and it was like mind-boggling yeah yeah, yeah. he yeah. it was uh my place was burglarized oh I'm sorry uh, or burgled uh a while back yeah and I had over $10,000 worth of stuff taken, Whoa. and I was freaking out, and I had a dream where my papa came and talked to me, and mm-hmm. he's like, well, what happened to that money from your bat mitzvah? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, what happened to it? I was like, I think I put it in the bank somewhere. He's like, this is what I want you to do. Look up to see where that money is. So I woke up, okay, and I went on to like the lost money of the government or whatever. I typed in my name, typed in the address, and there was $7,000 there. Good Lord, Mazel tov. Yeah, and I was like, wow. wow. Yeah, that's awesome. So what what that also tells me is that I don't, you know, it's something. It's it's not something everybody can do, but lucid dreaming, which mm-hmm. means you have the ability or you can develop. I've tried lucid dreaming and I can't. Do okay, it though. but I got to tell you, that's where you might be now. Interesting. Because it does feel like, and I'm getting chills on this, and I'm getting buzzing in my ears. You do have the potential 
for that to happen. So that's just a mm-hmm. development thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I love that because I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've tried and I can't. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that will yeah. happen. I wasn't, I mean, it wasn't until I was close to 40 where all of a sudden I'm like talking to dead people. <laughs> like, what? You know, so these things develop over yeah. time. But I do feel like you have that potential to do lucid dreaming, which is awesome because it means you can create your current reality right. because it's just a different parallel reality. Yeah. So that's freaking awesome, Lauren. I would that's, love to be able to do it. I yeah. tried it in college. Cause, like, oh, but that was, how long yeah. ago was college, Miss Youngin? <laughs> eight long, years ago. Eight years ago. Okay, well, when maybe it's yeah. time to start, you know, slowly Almost practicing. Yeah. And if you wanted, I know of some meditations um, on YouTube um, that could help you, um, you know, practice that. Yeah, so if that I was something that. you're interested in, um, I'll text you uh, a link yeah, to that. Because I would love that. I, it's coming up, and you've already had some, like, really vivid, wild mm-hmm. experiences. So it does – that. I do feel like you've got that really cool thing ahead of you. Now, I also feel like this is has to do with money. So you're point, pointing to justice. I'm sorry, yes. God, see, this, see what would I do without you here? Commentate. <laughs> <laughs> For crying out loud. Um, yes, I'm, I've got the justice card. I've got the jack of clubs, and I have the la rana. The frog. And the froge. So when I have these three together, this tells me that something is about to turn into your favor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's something going on. Um, usually it's, there's, well, not usually, but oftentimes there is some sort of legal um, activity going on. So if you don't have that going on, I'm not saying it's going to come, yeah. but there might be a judgment in your favor mm-hmm. on something. Um, and it feels like it's going to bring money to you and it's almost like 11th hour. I do feel like, you know, this, I don't think this has come in yet and I'm, I'm hearing February, March, so there may be a potential, you know, just kind of keep this in mind. Again, I, you know, I could be off in timing and it could be next year, maybe not even this year, unless something happened this year in February, March, where something went into your mm-hmm. favor or there was a judgment in your favor. Well, it's interesting because I'm running for board of trustees oh. at the castle and that's around the time of elections. Okay. So okay. that's weird. <laughs> then, this, then that's what this has got to be. Um, because even if I'm not elected, like my whole goal is to help bring a breath of fresh air and okay. to put my voice out there. That so. makes sense. But I got to tell you, there's an element of luck to this. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like 11th hour kind of stuff. This might like, like if that's, it's almost like the running might be really, mm-hmm. really, um, you know, close. I'm not necessarily, I, I'm, I beca- and I'm not getting whether you're going to win or you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say either way. Yeah. I just don't think that's ethical for me to say. No. Um, I'm just, I'm not getting yeah. that information and that's probably because you're in the running for it. Mm-hmm. So it's something that has to play out for you, but that could very well be because there's judgment involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also this element of luck and I, you know, I don't, I, I don't, it, I don't know if you have concerns or worries about angering, well... <laughs> I mean, just what the kind of work you're doing anyways are going <laughs> to piss off people. But I don't know. You you come across to me like you really give none of the fucks. But there I mean, may I'd be, like to think I don't, but I do. There <laughs> may be this underlying, like, I don't want to, like, maybe deep down, maybe because mm-hmm. these are, like, your peers or something, or people that you want, that you'll see often enough that you don't want to upset them or you don't want to ruffle feathers mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, just honor that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like that's actually going to happen, mm-hmm. like that you would actually. So it's almost like there might be a concern that's just not really a mm-hmm. valid concern. But I don't want to make it seem like, oh, your worry doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's valid to you. But in, in terms of um, the, the, the play out of it, is it something, 
it's like you're worried about something that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what that is. Um, that's cool. That's, that's also cool. around the time of my end of year review from work. So that's oh. interesting too. Okay. Well, there. that's a mm-hmm. lucky period for you. And I do feel like there's money mm-hmm. coming. So you could also that would very be fantastic. Well, yeah, yeah, there could there could very well be some money mm-hmm. um, coming into you as well. So that's that's really cool. I I want to wish that for you, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So um, all in all, I feel like you know it's really good. The best part of all this is that it does feel to me like you are living your life purpose. I do feel like that's also going to expand and evolve. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you're planning on writing a book, but I do feel like in the future there's a book deal for you or, (laughs) you know, there's something about or a desire for writing a book. So you're nodding your head yes. So you're like, possibly. I'm not saying anything yet, Terry. No, I've always loved writing and I write blogs and I just like putting words out in the world, getting them out of my own head. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that that potential and possibility is there. Um, And I do feel like this is the path to it so in other words you're still kind of writing the story Mm -hmm. so um so yeah so so thank you so much it's really an honor for me to read a magician it really is thank you it really is so thank you for that i really appreciate this opportunity so if anybody wants to learn more about you or they want to follow you on social media or anything can you share where people can find you yeah so my website's magiclauren.com super super simple um and then all of my social accounts are linked to there. Um, my Instagram is Exploring Life, so it's E X P L A U R E N underscore Life. Cool. Um, and yeah, but that's again, you just go to MagicLauren.com and everything is there. I'll make sure that when this airs, is that what this is that yeah. what podcasts do? They, do, they, they air. air. <laughs> yeah, because they, they get put into the they universe get, yes. <laughs> when they get put out there. <laughs> Um, that all of Lauren's information is there in case you want to hire her. She's doing some great things in this world. So she's not just, you know, making people happy and she's not just entertaining. She's changing the world. And it's really important to, um, you know, to support other people who are changing the world on on bigger, Mm. bigger levels than we can even, than our human Mm -hmm. minds can even fathom. So thank you so much, Lauren, for coming and joining us here in the portal. And hopefully we'll be able to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> like I would love to come season back. Season yeah. after season after season. So let's see what happens. Again, thanks so much, Lauren. Thank you. And I just want to sign off, guys. Thanks so much for all of your support. And I'll see you on the flip side. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes and join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.